0: dreamers thank you for learning with us today on dream speak i'm Rika, and i'm thomas and this is the podcast about dreams that teaches you a complete system to help you listen to your dreams and get the guidance they're providing you every day
1: the dream we have for you today came by special request it's the answer to a question asked before going to sleep a skill that can work for anyone this is unicorn crystals Incubating a Dream. So, Rika, tell us how this dream came to you.
0: Well, the night before the dream, I had asked to incubate a dream and get an answer to a question that I had been thinking about for a while, but I couldn't come up with a good resolution on my own. And so I thought, well, I'll just bring it into my dream That night and see if I get an answer and usually we do get an answer when we do that it doesn't always come right away it may take a couple days but
1: this time I had my answer the very next morning cool so why don't you go ahead and summarize what happened in this dream
0: sure the dream started out there were some men who I didn't know and they seemed to be powerful men They were a little bit scary. I didn't know who they were, and I don't know if I saw them, but they were demanding that I bring them some crystals, like some jewels, and that I needed to gather them together and bring them to them. And I felt like I really didn't have a choice in the matter. They also were demanding that a friend of mine do the same thing, And she was actually going to go before me. So when she brought her jewels to them, they made her strip all her clothes off. Like a strip search? Well, I don't know if they searched her, but I wasn't sure if it was because they were thinking that she had something to hide or she wasn't bringing them all of the jewels. I wasn't really sure what the purpose of that was, but... That made me very uncomfortable. So later on, I was riding my bike. I had found all the jewels that I was supposed to find for them, and I was going to bring the jewels to them. And then I ran into my friend and talked to her about her experience, and she told me that they made her strip. I said, well, there's no way I'm going to do that, and I'm just going to tell them to dot, dot, dot. (laughs) I'm not going to say what I told her that I was going to tell them. It's kind of crude and rude. And then after that, I was I was riding my bike and then I had to ride downhill and that was pretty much the dream. The crystal that I found was a little tiny clear crystal and that has some significance for me because I had just been visiting my granddaughter and she got this little unicorn terrarium for her birthday. And it had all these. What is a unicorn terrarium? <laughs> well, it's a place where you put your unicorn to live. Oh, with a bunch of plants, and crystals, <laughs> and it, there's a light in there, and your unicorn can hang out in there and live in the terrarium. It's a sweet little thing. And she got it f- for a birthday present.
1: So it's filled up with these. Plastic crystals? Yes. Oh.
0: Yeah, and that's where that connection came in because I saw this crystal that was one of the crystals that I had to gather for these men.
1: They're just made out of plastic, but they're pretend jewels. (laughs) (laughs) So now that we've got a sense of what happened in the dream, why don't we go ahead and list the symbols and aspects? Okay, well, first, there were
0: crystals or jewels. Then there was... Nudity, bike, I was on a bike, and going downhill.
1: The symbolism of riding downhill. Mm -hmm. And then who were the aspects in this dream? Not very many. Not
0: very many at all. There were just the unknown men, the powerful men, and then
1: my other friend who also had to bring the jewels. Mm -hmm. And we've started talking a little bit more recently about the presence of the dreamer. Everybody's probably had a dream at some point where you feel like you're not there, but you're just objectively watching. You were actually in this. The dreamer was also an aspect in this dream. You were experiencing it and participating. I was. Okay. So I guess let's start just interpreting the symbols. So we talked about the crystals already, kind of. I think maybe something else that Merit's pointing out is building off what you were saying about them just being valueless pieces of plastic. Mm-hmm. That turns out to be really important to understanding this dream because they were precious in the context of the dream and they're all so precious in the context of our waking life, right? Mm-hmm. It unlocks this whole world of imagination with our granddaughter, and it reveals so much about the way that she's seeing the world mm-hmm. at a very young age. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of delightful. It is. Okay. So then jewelry and stuff symbolizes things of value. Mm-hmm. And it, it tells us where we're placing value. right? And then what's the next symbol that we want to talk about? Nudity. Oh, yeah. What does it mean when somebody is naked in a dream?
0: Nudity in a dream generally shows that we are being honest with ourselves, with others, that we're being vulnerable, we're allowing ourselves to be seen. Mm -hmm. And it feels very uncomfortable for us. Usually, usually that's how it shows up in my dreams. When I'm nude, I'm looking for clothes or a place to hide. Mm -hmm. And it's not that comfortable for me to be naked in a dream.
1: Samesies. It's the same for (laughs) me, but... I don't think that all of our listeners necessarily will have that experience. You know, we have interpreted for people that are just like traipsing around and it's just no big deal. You know, yeah. They're very comfortable in that situation, that dream situation. Mm-hmm. So it just depends. What I noticed was there was a big contrast between you and your friend in the dream in terms of how you responded to being forced to show up nude, right? You were totally unwilling to do it, but she was very willing to do that. Yes. Even under that duress so why do you think there's that contrast
0: well because she is a friend who's really good at doing her shadow work and confronting the deeper issues in herself and she's much more comfortable at doing that than i am and mm-hmm. so i think that's why she showed up in this dream to show me that contrast
1: mm-hmm. do you think that it was bad that you were under pressure to show yourself that honestly
0: well, obviously in the dream, I was very uncomfortable. And I said in no uncertain terms that I was not going to do that. But I think ideally I would be willing
1: to do that. Mm-hmm. But that... It was just helping you see where your mindset was yeah. truthfully. And your mindset was you're in a lot of resistance about being honest about this issue. Yes. Okay, great. What's the next symbol that we wanted to mention? The symbol of going downhill. Did we talk about riding a bicycle? Not yet. Those two are tied together. Yeah. All right, let's just tackle them together. Why don't you go ahead?
0: Okay, a bike has two wheels and is about having balance in your life. Are you riding easily and steadily? I wasn't having a problem riding the bike, so it has something
1: to do with balance and finding balance in my life. Yeah, you had balance at the time that you incubated this dream. Mm Mm-hmm and going downhill. Was it difficult or out of control or anything?
0: It didn't seem to be out of control, really. But I saw that there was going to be a big downhill that I was going to have to
1: go on. And you didn't really have a choice? No. So kind of that theme again of not having a choice. So you were balanced, and you didn't think that going that downhill would throw you off balance?
0: No, it was just something that I really had to do.
1: OK. And so what would that represent, do you think, in this moment in your life?
0: Well, going downhill, I think, is about going in a certain direction. When you go uphill, you're climbing up to achieve something, usually. And then once you get to the top, you're kind of in neutral and gives you a chance to assess. And then after that,
1: you go downhill. And so the downhill part would represent the consequences of what happened? Yeah, I think so. And so it didn't seem like the consequences were really frightening or anything. It was just kind of like you were going to have to deal with whatever choice you made. Mm-hmm. Are you going to enter into the conversation about the issue that you were asking about? And if so, then the consequences will come after, but it seemed like something you could handle. You'd make it down the hill. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Should we talk about the powerful men? Do we do that?
0: Uh, I don't think so.
1: Me neither. (laughs) What do you think these mysterious, powerful men represented in the dream? They're aspects of you.
0: Right. And since they're opposite to my gender, they're subconscious aspects
1: of me. And you made note in the dream recording, I remember, that they're unknown. So that Mm -hmm. means that these are parts of your subconscious that you really don't recognize. Right. Parts of you that you don't maybe understand, you're not very aware of right now.
0: And even though they felt a little scary and like... I didn't really have a choice as far as following their demands. It probably was actually a good thing for me to have these men to motivate me to do what I needed to do that I was resisting doing to help resolve
1: this issue. When you have aspects like this where you don't have a lot of information, you can kind of feel into their energy and average them together. And sometimes you can get a quality from that. Maybe the quality here was applying pressure to yourself to try to make sure that you got something done that was unpleasant, Mm -hmm. something of that nature. Yeah. Okay. Great. So using the, the crystals that are really valueless pieces of plastic, we can kind of summarize the meaning of this dream because we saw through those symbols that you did actually get the answer to your question. What was it that you were asking for clarity about? And then what did you decide the message was? I was asking for clarity about what to do
0: regarding a certain relationship that I had
1: and how to approach kind of solving a conflict or deepening your connection that you felt like was getting distant or something of that nature. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So I had asked for clarity on that. What would be the best way to go about
1: that? And what did this dream tell you?
0: Well, it told me that through the crystal, which meant so much to my granddaughter, that I needed to approach this situation with the innocence and open-heartedness and joy and love that my granddaughter approaches playing with her unicorns. (laughs) And other people. And other
1: people. That's just the way that she is with us.
0: Yeah, she's just delightful and very sweet. Had a very sweet age. So I think it was just trying to show me that this would be the best approach for me rather than trying to make something happen or use some other kind of tactic
1: or I don't know. Yeah, being open and honest, the nudity, mm-hmm. right, and just being willing to to do what was in your control, which is just to show up as your most loving self Mm -hmm. and say, this is what I want. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And just be vulnerable, Mm -hmm. which is kind
1: of uncomfortable. For most people, I think. It for sure is for me. Mm -hmm. Incubating a dream can be really helpful. And we're going to go into more depth on how you do that in just a minute on Behind the Dreams.
0: Stay with us because after the bell... We'll be taking you behind the dreams. Welcome back. This is Behind the Dreams, where we share the secrets we use every day to understand
1: our dreams. Incubating a dream is a really powerful skill, right? It is. And it's helped us many times. I frequently
0: ask for a dream before
1: I go to sleep about specific issues. I feel like when you're having a situation where you're feeling confused or you feel like you're on the horns of a dilemma or things like that, it's a great habit to form, to pause and incubate a dream and then try to get a dream message unlocked and understand the guidance from deep within yourself. Mm -hmm. That's usually what prompts me to do it when I'm really feeling like something is eluding my understanding in my waking life and I need to know. When I feel urgency to understand something. Yeah. Kind of when I'm in a bit of a hurry (laughs) and I want an answer right away. (laughs) And sometimes we don't get it right away. Like we said in the first half, it could take multiple dreams. And I guess the caveat is if you watch our video about how to remember your dreams, there's a really cool section at the end that goes into some depth about incubating a dream, but it's always good to remember If you have asked a question that's very profound, like what is the meaning of life? What we found is you will get message dreams that try to answer that question for you, but you may not really comprehend the answer that you get because it might just be beyond your wisdom at that time to understand. And dream guidance will always be timely. So if it's not applicable to your life right now, you may not get a message that you can comprehend about that question either. Mm -hmm. The other thing about that is, if you incubate a dream and then you don't remember the message, you could keep trying. Yeah. You know, Eventually, you will get a message that applies to the question that you asked. So if you feel persistent enough, it's really interesting because it'll be completely different symbols. There won't be necessarily any overlap with any of the aspects that show up in your dream, and it'll still be trying to answer your question.
0: Yeah, this dream, for example, the relationship in question, this person didn't even show up in my dream. Mm
1: -hmm. Wasn't even mentioned?
0: Nope. Mm -hmm. But I got the message. Yeah, loud and clear through other aspects that could maybe give me that message more clearly.
1: Yeah. So how do you do it? How do you incubate a dream? What is the method that works well for us?
0: Well, when I go to sleep, I always ask
1: for a dream. And to remember my dreams. And those are just general, generic, and very useful intentions that we set pretty much every night, even after more than 10 years of doing this work.
0: Yeah, every night. And then if I want to incubate a dream, I'll usually do it at the same time. Although you could do it when you're thinking about it during the day or earlier in the day. It doesn't have to be right when you're going to sleep, but that's when I usually think about it. And I'll try and frame what it is, what my question is, and just put that out there into the universe that this is what I would
1: like to have an answer for. Mm -hmm. One of the things I find really neat about it is, first off, my habit is to do it during the day, like you were describing. That's very convenient for me. So when something is on my mind, I go ahead and commit that to the process of incubating a dream right there and then, so I don't forget, because I tend to be pretty scattered. It probably wouldn't be something I could remember later anyway. But even if I don't frame the question that well, I find I always wind up getting my answer. I try to frame the question well, but sometimes it's just difficult for me to get the ambiguity out of it. And it still works out fine. And I guess for me, the only other tip I have is I try to take a moment and just take a breath and sincerely feel gratitude for the response that I'm expecting or or just a general spirit of respect. It's such a powerful spiritual tool And it's so inspiring for me. I just want to kind of give that due gravity to it. I don't know exactly how to describe it, but it's like I'm taking it seriously or I'm putting a lot of heart into it and then sending it out. And that seems to work really well for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very rare that I don't get an answer. It's usually only if maybe it's beyond my comprehension at the time. I find it to be an enormous gift. Yeah. So it's powerful and definitely try it. Don't be afraid to experiment with it. Nothing bad can come from incubating a dream. Feel free to just try it tonight. Think about something that you're wondering about it and just put it out there. And if you can unlock the message of the subsequent dream or dreams that you get, you'll be able to get guidance on the question that you asked. Yeah. That's the one thing.
0: And best not, <laughs> not to have
1: expectations of what it's going to look like because it probably won't. It's going to defy your expectations every <laughs> time. I have rarely ever thought to myself, oh yeah, I was totally expecting that dream. It just doesn't happen. No. No. So let's talk a little bit about what it means to do shadow work. Because you were saying that you have a lot of respect for the friend that showed up in your dream in terms of her ability to dive deep within herself and really confront parts of herself that are in the shadow. So what does it mean for us to have a shadow and parts of us to be in the shadow?
0: Light and shadow. We have both of these parts of ourselves. The part we put out into the world is generally the light part. And we don't really want to own that shadow. A lot of us would rather just push it away and pretend like it doesn't exist, but it does. You know, that's just part of who we are. And so I think it's important to integrate both of these parts for our wholeness and to not push it away.
1: Yeah. Are you trying to say I'm not perfect? (laughs) (laughs) None of us are perfect. (laughs) Yeah, I, I think it's really fascinating to observe within ourselves how pretty much me and everyone I've ever known disowns certain actions that we do and certain parts of ourselves that we just feel ashamed of. And there can be adaptive reasons why a person might feel shame if they're trying to move on from something that was really a poor choice. And there's maladaptive reasons. We also put things in the shadow that are perfectly valid parts of who we are, but we were abused verbally or physically or otherwise taught to really despise something about ourselves that's fine right? And those things all wind up in the shadow. The shadow is not a moral judgment in the sense that it appears to be at first. It's just a place where we suppress things, parts of ourselves that we really don't want to be a part of ourselves, but it is, right? Just like our shadow. It really is just always with us. It's really a part of who we are. And so I guess the value that we found over the years in doing shadow work is that it brings you a kind of a deeper sense of self-respect. And for me, it brings me a lot more empathy with other people because I realize how deeply flawed I am, just like everybody has flaws. And so it makes me a lot more reluctant to rush to judgment when other people are making mistakes. It makes me more receptive to forgiveness. Other good things like that can come from doing shadow work. And I think that's really a big part of why you and I cherish dream work, because we found even though it can be stressful sometimes to dig deeply into our dreams, that it is a good shadow practice and we can really surface things that we're better off knowing, but maybe when we're awake, we kind of rather stay in denial.
0: I think you really could look at dream work as being a shadow work practice because we dig down into our subconscious and we bring it up to the surface and then we have to look at it. And it's just
1: always so fun.
0: No, and I don't know. We just keep doing it, and we've been doing it for years. And
1: But it does have its bright spots. Sometimes it really is fun. Sometimes dreams are really funny, and that image of the crystals was very touching. It can be fun, but it is challenging.
0: Yeah, well, obviously, I love it. Why else would I continue to do this on a daily basis? Because we're mad hippies. <laughs> <laughs> Out of control. I've really found that it's the best way to really see... For myself. What is in my shadow? What needs to be brought to the surface? What needs to be dealt with? What am
1: I suppressing? Mm -hmm. Now, why do you think that you seek to emulate your friend in terms of her ability to confront her shadow? What is it that helps to do shadow work effectively? Well, I think it takes a lot of bravery and courage Mm. to do this work. Me too. So I think we'll finish off today talking about objects of value in dreams whether that's money like currency or credit card even, or things like the jewels in the stream, they all have a common universal meaning, which is they shed light on what we are valuing at the time that we have our dream. In dreams, it can be confusing because you do a transaction with money sometimes and you think, oh, I'm buying something. Not exactly. It's more like there's a subtle shade of difference. And what you're doing is you're telling yourself, whatever this is that you just spent money on, you value this thing. So what does that symbol represent? And I think. The symbol of your clear plastic crystals is really beautiful because as dream symbols sometimes do, it holds a paradox in a lovely way. And that paradox is what sheds the light on it that gives the real truth of it, which is these crystals in the eyes of these shadowy men, this cabal are very valuable and they're valuable to you, but they're actually in waking life. They have absolutely no value, right? What could they be worth? A fraction of a penny. And so... It's one of those best things in life or free situations. What it really is, is just a way to convey the idea to you of this open-hearted and innocent, loving energy that we can learn. We're, we're learning from our granddaughter, yeah. right? How to be better people.
0: Yeah. They're, they're just a symbol of what I value.
1: Yeah. And that is such a good thing to value, which I think may be part of why the symbol that was chosen by your deeper inner self had no financial value. Mm -hmm. Because then there can be no mistaking that the value is all from a very pure place. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Thank you so much for joining us today on Behind the Dreams. We hope to learn with you on another episode.
0: You can find this podcast on all popular streaming services. Email us a dream today at contact at dreamspeak.us check out our youtube channel for a free introductory dream course connect with dream speak for even more learning our socials are in the description our theme music was composed by me ricka this podcast does not constitute medical advice if you have concerns about your well-being talk to your doctor or a mental health professional